Welcome to the Arts uh, Programme on Ross FM. Uh, another packed show for you this afternoon. Thank you for joining me, Ursula Ledworth, and I'm, as I said, I'm delighted to be here. Now, before I start the, the show today, um, as I said, we're a packed show. Um, I would like you to be thinking, is there anybody that you would particularly like uh, Ross FM and the Arts Programme to chat with on your behalf or somebody who has an amazing uh, artist and you'd like us to chat with them, please will you let me know. Uh, Ursula Ledworth here at Ross FM. i uh, also like to say thank you very much to Cora Boyle who are the sponsors of the arts programme on uh, Ross FM. And our first guest uh, this afternoon is Lorna Brennan. Um, probably no stranger to you people in the town of Roscommon. Uh, Times Pieces, uh, Roscommon Town, you would find a lot of her artwork there. But she is an amazing artist, a versatile artist, a mixed medium artist. And um, someone I had the opportunity to meet up with and chat up with uh, yesterday. So here's the pre-recorded interview with uh, Lorna Brennan. Ursula is for Ross FM and for the Arts Programme. And I'm absolutely delighted to have with me Lorna Brennan. Lorna is from Roscommon, a well-known artist in Roscommon. A lot of Lorna's work would be for sale and on display in Time Pieces, which is in Main Street in Roscommon. Uh, Lorna, you're welcome to Ross FM and the Arts Programme. Thank you, Ursula. It's nice to be here. The first question is, what type of an artist are you? Well, I'm one of those artists, I suppose, who um, make art. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you caught me out. (laughs) Firstly, it's, it's visual, really. I mean, I would have started off painting and uh, drawing a lot, really, and I suppose I'm still at it, you know. I have done a little bit of installation work, a little bit of, you know, mixed media, but mainly I tend to stick with the uh, old pencil and chalk and uh, charcoal and paint, really. I mean, portraiture has always been a big part of my uh, work, you know. When I left college, I I went for my first interview and... um, the guy asked me, you know, he picked out a particular drawing and he asked me how long it took. And I lied. I said about ten minutes. It took me about an hour, but it should have been a fast drawing. I had trouble with it. And he said to me, oh, yeah, well, the only thing is we can do that in less than a minute on the computer. So straight away I felt obsolete, really. But I did um, I did get a job with a, an advertising agency who were looking for an illustrator who specialised in hand work, not computer work. So I got my first uh, job there. It was a portrait of Cyril Cusack and um, Paul McGrath. So that was a nice thing that um, led me really to develop a portraiture. And uh, I've done quite a few commissions um, and working on one at the moment. And it's not the easiest, but hey, some are easier than others. I actually seen in the brochure that I got from Ross Art Centre that you had a pencil portrait of Michael Collins. Now, Michael Collins would have been uh, the boyfriend of Kitty Kiernan, and a lot of his uh, letters are on display in Granard. Oh, lovely. That's why I picked him up. Yeah, well, he, he um, is a great subject, you know, and um, I'm still learning about Michael, you know. I mean, with the history, um, Michael was the first of a series of historical figures that I did, and um, I've done a few more since. His, his centenary will be coming up next year, and... Um, I have a few more portraits of him to put out there. But he was the start of um, getting into the Irish history back in f- 2015. And then, of course, with the um, the um, centenary coming up t- of 1916, I did the signatories. They were a great, a great uh, project. Yeah. Mm. 
because it's hard sometimes to find a set of pieces that are all linked, mm. whereas all the signatories were all linked and they were all different. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and great. Um, you know, you feel when you're when you're doing when I'm doing a portrait, I feel like I'm getting to know the person, even if I never mm. met them. Well. But, um, yeah, and just to uh, to learn as much as possible about them as you go along. It's very interesting. This work here that's coloured, is it, is that trees or...? No, that's completely different, really. That's like a... Well, that's kind of like a, a night a nightscape in a city, really. Um, I mean, that's... There quite a while I go. I think I have about maybe... Oh, I don't know how many different styles, but I often said if I ever do get around to having a solo show, which I haven't done yet, it could look like it's from about ten different artists because um, definitely uh, different styles that I like to um, explore when I get the chance. So it can go from quite colourful abstract to uh, very photo real to um, quite impressionist stuff. Is there a time of the year that you find that you do a particular type of art or is it just as it comes? Not really. As as it comes, I mean, I happen to... Um, I start getting really busy in autumn and winter, really. I think they're my busiest times for, for work and that's when I've kind of achieved the most work. When I'm at my busiest, I get more done than, um, you know, it's like... You know, I often say, oh, if I had the time. Now, I did do quite a bit... I started a new project um, during lockdown, which isn't finished yet, but um, when it is, I'll put that one out there. So the the 1916 signatures, they inspired you. What about a landscape or season? or? Oh, totally, yeah. Um, wait a minute, see, favourite season I don't have, really. I love the bluebells. I have several paintings of bluebells done in forests and... You know, while portraiture is one thing, nature of loads of landscapes done and nature, yeah. Which you look at, it's an it's an endless um, it's an endless sort of a uh, source of um, inspiration, really. The sky, you know, I've done a lot of skyscapes and just focusing on clouds and. I was, I was actually chatting to another artist who was here from America for a couple of weeks and she couldn't get over our skies mm. and that's what she was painting she just couldn't get over the different colours in our skies and I would have probably noticed the leaves and the trees and, and the grass and that right. but I never actually unless I mean there's a beautiful sunset and there's a gorgeous sky sure, sure. but I never really looked at the sky under a normal day Yeah. do you know what I mean? yeah well it's great when you can actually get to see it and it's not totally overcast with whatever is up there um, you know, I haven't really spent a lot of time gazing at the the, the clouds, you know, from a child, um, really. It's like those clouds have definitely changed up there. I don't believe they're all natural at all. <laughs> that's another conversation. That's, that's another story, so it is. So if we wanted to look at your, your work or we wanted to follow your, your artwork, have we got it on social media or are we...? Well, I mean, it can all be put up there. Which I haven't done as such. I mean, I put up different things every now and again. As regards getting, you know, a website together and all that, I suppose because I'm working in timepieces full time, it's um, it's really kind of on a slow burner for me. I do okay. what I can, and it's great to have timepieces as an outlet to sell it and to show it. 
Other than that, to be honest, I don't push it. Where would we find... Timepieces. Yeah. Timepieces. Main Street, Roscommon. Okay. And um, we're on Instagram at Timepieces, Roscommon, Ireland. Facebook. And um, a website has been made. It's um, been... Updated now and again. Yeah, I mean, there's been a website up there for the last 20 years nearly that my sister made, and uh, she's worked on um, the current one that's been updated, so it's nice. But as anyone who knows timepieces, it's it's quite a... um, Treasure. Well, thank you. It's nice to hear that. I had went down to the art uh, centre, Ross Art Centre. I got their brochure. I was looking through the brochure and then I seen timepiece. I thought, I don't believe this, and I was parked outside. Oh, really? That's and that all fell together, you know, oh, last week. Well, that's great when things do fall together. Yeah, they did, yeah. It's like making a piece of work, you know, when it comes together, and it's great. Yeah, it's I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to put you on the spot now. Right. How do you know when a piece of art is finished? It's taken a long time to know that. <laughs> um... You really just know, or else you know that you've given it all you can give it, or you just know that, um, yeah, that's it. it. It's 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 a hard one. It can be. Yeah. It can be. And sometimes, you know... You go too far. You go too far. And, and you I go, think, oh, yeah. why didn't I leave well enough alone? Yeah. But it's, um, you know, it's a great, it's a great friend. It's a great um, relationship, you know, to have with your work. Um, that's the way I see it. Um, to be able to love your work and, and be able to do it is... Well, it'll always be there as a constant companion yeah. for me, you know. And um, I mean, it's nice also not to be uh, totally relying on it financially, you know. It's like it is a, a hard world, yeah. It is, and there's some amazing artists out there who are making incredible work. And um, Well, no, I'm sorry. Um, I'm looking at your work as well <laughs> here, Lorna, and, you know... Absolutely uh, stunning, stunning work. So, you know, put your hand up. Somebody once told me it's not art, it's not a competition. No. Everybody has their own style. That's it. Like everything, yeah. yeah. It's not, there's no race. That's what makes it interesting, isn't it? And you look at other people's art and you think, oh, how did they do that? Yeah, yeah. When did you start in the radio? Three weeks ago. Super. Enjoying it. I love it. I love, I love radio. Yeah, great. Well, can I thank you for taking time out to come and chat with us here for Ross FM, for the arts programme, and we look forward to meeting you in the future. Oh, you're very welcome, Ursula, and thank you for asking me to come on, and um, lovely to meet you too. Thank you. Thanks, Ursula. Thank you, thank you. That was Lorna Brennan. Her art can be found in Time Pieces, Main Street, Roscommon. So, Lorna, thank you very much for catching up with us uh, yesterday afternoon and delighted to have you on the arts programme. I hope uh, our listener found that very, very interesting as well. Now, um, a few little bits of information and a few little bits about the arts programme before we go on to our ads and to our next um, our next uh, guest. So, my name is Ursula Edwith. I will be presenting the arts programme for the next while on, uh, well, for the foreseeable future, uh, on Ross FM. And as I said earlier at the start of the programme, I'm particularly looking for artists, uh, whether that be authors, painters, uh, weavers, um, basket weavers, uh, singers, to join us on the arts programme to talk a little bit about their their art and their journey and their journey to their art um, how how their art is promoted, or if you're having an exhibition, if you're having um, 
you know, something that would associate with the art. I'm particularly interested in chatting with you on behalf of Rossif and on behalf of the arts programme and so that your, your, um, your gift, your talent can be shared with other people. And as we said, maybe at one of the start of the programmes, art isn't just about uh, the business of art. It's um, creating an environment. It's creating a community. And Ross, Ross, County Roscommon have an amazing community of artists. And I'm, I'm only beginning to see some of them now and meet them. Uh, and I'm just blown away with the amount of talent. But as the presenter of the programme, I would like the opportunity to share with the rest of Roscommon uh, your art and further afield because we will also be bringing in a wild card we'll be bringing in an artist hopefully uh, from other parts of Ireland or Europe uh, as the programme uh, travels on at the moment it's not just as easy because of the pandemic but uh, you know that's hopefully we'll be on the clearing side of that and we'll be able to start having more people in studio so we will now um I have about four minutes, five minutes before we go to our ads. And I was just looking up some information um, that I had in my... I have a, a notebook that I write down information for the last 10 years. And, and um, this month is um, the anniversary of the birth of uh, Bran Stoker. He was born on the 8th of the 11th, 1847. Uh, Bran Stoker was born um, in Marina Crescent, Tarf, which is near Fairview, the north of Dublin. And for the first seven years of his life, he was uh, confined to bed. Um, he is the the inventor of Dracula, the famous Dracula. And at one time, there was a museum uh, in Clontarf, just at the start of Clontarf there, uh, to Bran Stoker. And I'm not quite sure if that's there now. This is also the anniversary of the death of Oscar Wilde's two sisters, who may not be that well known, Mary and Emily. Um, they were at... Um, an evening of which there was a, a, a ball and a fire. Um, the, the fireplace, uh, the ladies got, one of the ladies got her dress caught in the fire and the other lady went to save her. And uh, Mary died first and then Emily died later. And that was uh, back in 1847. The other person that's uh, birthday would be coming up around now is uh, Sir John Cernacki. And Sir John Cernacki is... Uh, known within the um, space programme and he um, one time explained to me that he did a, a bucket shuttle so you get on a shuttle that just goes out of space and to see how it affects people so John Cernacki would be uh, an English um, um, space um, follower uh, that would be his business so wishing him a happy birthday as well let me make sure I have this right uh, hello Emma are you there hello Ursula Right, can I introduce our next guest, Emily Hasham. Uh, she's the manager of the Burr Theatre and Arts Centre uh, in Burr, uh, County Offaly. Hello, Emma. Hello, Ursula, how can, are you doing? Yeah, can you hear me? Reading you loud and clear, County <laughs> Offaly, how are you? I'm great, and yourself? Great now, great. not a at all, all oh, good. All good, so... Chatting to you. Okay, here on Ross FM. Uh, Emma, will you tell us a, a little bit about the Burr Theatre and Arts Centre? And I'm particularly interested in the Oxymen. Um, the the Oxmen Town. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, briefly, Burr Theatre and Arts Centre is located on Oxmen Town Mall here in Burr. 
and just to, to the Oxman Town Council dates back nearly Ursula nearly back to the year dot it was actually the, it was the, the Vikings when they were settling in Dublin really? in North Dublin there was an area Oxman Town and that area was um, subsequently owned by the first Earl of Ross of Burcastle fame. Yes. And Lord Oxmantown is the heir apparent to the title. So the current Lord Oxmantown is Patrick, who is the son of the current seventh Earl of Ross. Okay. So there you are now, a little history lesson on that. And Burr Theatre is located on Oxmantown Mall, as I say, um, and was built in the 1880s and run as a theatre. Actually, incidentally, it was um, designed by an architect, a very prominent architect at the time, James Franklin Fuller. He, um, he had also designed um, some, did some work on Farm Lee House, Kylemore Castle, Ashford oh. Castle. So we're in, we're in a, you know, as a result, we have a very unique and a very interesting looking building, which is now uh, the art centre here in Burr. Now, I'd have to say it's actually on a very beautiful street. Um, you know, it's, um, it's lined with trees. It's, is it a Georgian mm. street? Georgian Street, it is beautiful. Georgian houses across the road, and it's lined with a there's a, a, a row of um, horse chestnuts. Yes. And actually, in the in the twenties, there actually used to be Elm, that was there. Um, and they had the uh, ter- there was an Ele- gosh, was it a disease. There was an Elm. Yes, there was a Elm disease. Under the trees, yes, back in the day, I think it was in the early nineteen hundreds, and that wiped them out. So um, the, the, the chestnuts are standing, and they're te- they're standing the test of time there now at the moment. Actually, the last um, time I was there, the chestnuts were on the, on the ground all around, and it was they? beautiful. And the building yeah. itself, can you just describe that because it is a beautiful building. It is a beautiful building. Um, so it has that Gothic style to it. Um, you know, and and then we, when you come into the building, you've a, we've a, a large foyer where our exhibition, which I'm going to talk to you about, is. Yeah, that's the uh, reason you're on the air. But I was. Into the, I don't know, but you continue on into the auditorium. Um, we seat 220. It's very comfortable um, ambience when you when you arrive in, and just to, to flag even the floor that is there, it's a sprung maple floor that was put down in the 1940s. Um, so, you know, and and and. and the amount of people who thread those boards, the dancing, the performances that happened right through the last hundred years in the building. It's steeped in history and you can feel it when you come in. You know, there's, there's a, the, 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 this, it's not, Ambience. we're open as Borough Theatre and Art Centre for the last 20 years. There's another hundred years ahead. Behind <laughs> us, yeah. Well of activity going on here in this great community space. Yeah, uh, you can feel that when you go in, um, there's mm. something, there's history attacked, attached yeah. to this building. But I, and I, what I didn't know at the time was the importance of it within the town of Burr. And maybe we'll come back to that uh, if we have time later on mm. about the Leviathan and Burr Castle and all oh, the connections yes. there. But just for the minute, Emma, the reason we actually invited you on was not to give us a, 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 a history <laughs> lesson. <laughs> but we have enjoyed it so far. Well, um, no. The reason I, I, I was chatting with you about coming on uh, the arts program on Ross FM was um, you have an art exhibition coming up um, on the land. Uh, on the farm. On the farm. Um, so, yes, we have. Uh, so Common Ground is our annual um, open submission for uh, artists. Um, living in or in the Midlands region. Um, this is the 14th year, and every year we have a different theme, um, and it, it varies hugely. I mean, one year we had a theme was red, and there had to be a red element to the to the image. Right. Um, one year it was climate change, um, and this year it is on the farm. 
and it just you know actually we've had a lovely um interpretation we see a huge interpretation of the amount of the uh, different images that people have come up with we have work on the walls in watercolor in encaustic print photographs ceramic um, so we've 26 artists exhibiting there's 45 pieces in total and they all range from uh, very reasonably priced and ideal then you know if somebody wants to treat themselves or want to buy something for somebody for christmas but um yeah there, it, there's a, a it's funny, you know, we, we say when we open up the, the um, submissions, the pieces are delivered on a Monday and Tuesday afternoon, and then we spend Wednesday, it's like Christmas morning, we're opening <laughs> up all these gorgeous things. And it's only <laughs> November. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the the, the uh, exhibition then that's developed out of it, it, it really, de- it, it, it depends on all of the pieces together to create the overall image you know when you have an open sub it's not like you know when you know yourself when you have a, a solo show well it's the solo artist and it's all of their work and there's an element of uniformity or you know there's an element yeah. of, of the images linking together whereas for an open submission um you have a whole array um of very different pieces um and you try kind of hang it so that the, there's an element of complementary or a, a element of teaming so i just like to acknowledge emma baroni and her her work that she did in um she's a local artist here and did a huge amount of work in um uh, curating and hanging the work which is great because that, that that's a huge job in itself yeah yeah i mean yeah it really is and um you know it all, it all gets laid out on the floor and things are moved around and no, that yeah. work, no that works better over there and that'll work better over there and eventually it'll go on the wall and it'll still get a little shiftier in there as well you know and well, eventually by the end of the day we have a show hanging on the wall well no i've been at some great. exhibitions when they're when they're putting it together and hanging you know and i mean mm. you think oh that's great just you know, to stick them up on the wall but it doesn't work like that i no. mean there's a kind of a, a theme, even though there's uh, art from different artists and different types of yep. art, uh, there has to be some theme or some eye-catching way. Yeah, and on a, a theme like on the farm, well, you know, as to be expected, you're, we're going to have a good few cows submitted or a good few hens or ducks. You know, and we don't put them all together either. So it's a matter of, um, and some are big and some are small and some are prints and some are ceramic. And, you know, yeah, you have this whole mix. So um, I think we're, we're very happy with, with how it all looks and it will officially open um, tomorrow evening um, and will run right through till the end of January. So there's plenty of time for people to get in to see it and, and um, to, to wander around. And just tell me now, um, it'll officially open tomorrow evening. Mm-hmm. Just uh, for our listeners, what time do you open at Monday to Friday? Monday to Friday, we're open 1 till 5.30. And then, of course, our, our general programme would be happening, you know, if, if somebody's coming to an event or if there is an event on, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, well, then there's an opportunity to see the, the work then as well. OK, so you're open Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday, 1 till 5.30 is a guaranteed time. OK, and then if there's an event on, would, would just tell us a little bit about your events. Um, have you something coming up? Oh, we, we certainly do. We have we're, we're working on a we're working on our November program at the moment, um, and you know there's there's plenty happening. We have a lot of theatre happening. Um, May 
Maeve O'Donovan and Eilish, Ravel, uh, Eilish Rafferty are in this weekend with um, two one-act plays, two Neil de Labute uh, one-act plays. Uh, we're looking at Eilish O'Carroll in on next Thursday. We have Music Network in with classical music. Our film programme is restarting. Um, and we have um, a play that criminalisation monologues coming up at the end of November. And that's just November, the next few weeks. Our December um, has, uh, there's a lovely selection of, of music and get people into the Chris, Christmas feel. Um, okay. uh, soprano uh, Yvonne O'Toole is singing. The lo local stage guild will be on with a Christmas concert. And then we have Pat Short in, Abba Forever in. So there's, uh, you know, people can there's see the details of our programme. Yeah. There's plenty happening. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Emma, if we wanted to keep up to date with your programme, how would we, um, how would I follow you, your art so centre? On burrtheatre.com, uh, people will get us there. Okay. Um, and then um, there's an opportunity as well to sign up on our mail list on, on the website so that, um, and, our, and when you're booking tickets to sign up so you don't miss other events in the future. Okay. And do you have a telephone yeah. number? We do. The box office is 057 9122911. Okay, now um, there seems quite a lot happening there, so there is. And just one yeah. other thing, well, a few other things. Can Have you got a Facebook page as well? We do, we do indeed. And we, we're, you, you'll find us on Birth Theatre on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter. Um, uh, you know, so there, there's plenty of ways. A, a quick Google search, do you know what? A, a quick Google search is the, the and then you'll, you'll find us in your your social media of choice. Okay, well that that, mm -hmm. that, that helps us out there, so it is. Now, yeah. Emma, I just one other little question I have. Um, <laughs> Burr is noted for its uh, telescope, the Leviathan. Yes, indeed. Yeah, you're going to test me on the on the telescope. <laughs> well, maybe we can share it because I, I do know yeah. a little bit about uh, the telescope, and what I didn't realise was the. Am I saying this right? The Oxyman. The ox. Yeah, no, no E-I, so it's O-X-M-A-N. Okay, the Oxman is associated oh. with uh, uh, the Earl of Rossi and mm -hmm. uh, Burr Castle. Yes, indeed, so Oxman Town, the, the heir apparent, so the, the oldest son will always be Lord Oxman Town. All right. Yeah, yeah. And the Leviathan so, uh, was the biggest uh, um, telescope... It was it was it was built when it was built at the time it was built by the third earl um, and when it was built it was the largest in the in the country at its time and i think it remained the largest te uh, telescope in the country for about 72 years or something yeah it was the largest um, in europe in europe actually. yes you're right you're yeah. right it is, and it, you know <laughs> the shell and the casing of it is still there yes um, and the mirror and the mirror is there, and then the um, in the science centre, there's a huge amount of information in the science centre in the castle um, in relation to the science and the history of science. Because, you know, it, it, there's the steam turbine, um, one of the predecessors um, developed the steam turbine. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a family were steeped in science um, at Burr Castle. So... Um, you know, there's a, a trip, a trip. You know what? A trip to Burr now for a weekend is what's required, and get into Burr Castle and see the gardens and see all the science. Absolutely, the gardens are. Have a night out in the theatre. Yeah. Um, plenty of lovely walks in the region. There's Bog just out, just out the road as well, and Cormac and there's, you know, there's there's plenty, plenty to do and plenty to come along and to, to have a weekend in Burr. Yeah, I, you're you're dead right. Burr Castle, the the walks around there, the Leviathan. Oh, um, I know Midland Astronomy uh, do events down there as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Midland Astronomy. And then, of course, you see, 
have the new um, the new ILOFAR. That's right, um, the ILOFAR. Located at Barcast as well, which is the, the low area frequency. Okay. Yes. I've, I've gone too far. No, 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 you haven't. Uh, yes, the low frequency. The it's a replacement yeah. of, um, it, it's part of the European Space um, mm. Agency, um, and uh, yes, I've been I've been lucky enough to be there, and uh, when it was kind of new, and when it was being uh, a thought in, in, I think it was Peter Gallagher's head at the time. Yes, yeah, but yeah. Um, Peter's still heavily involved. Is he? Yes. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I, I was putting my myself out on a limb there. It was Peter. Yeah, I wasn't no, no, quite okay. sure. <laughs> So there is quite a lot to see, and it's quite. Um, and yeah. as you said, the Rossi family have quite a lot. I mean, um, there was one of the ladies as well. She was quite a, a famous artist. Mary Countess, uh, Mary Countess of Ross. She was a serious woman. Um, she, you know, and she was heavily involved in in all the, the you know, a lot of the science and the uh, astrology that was going on as well. You know, back in which um, used by the third and the fourth earl. Yes. So um, yeah, she was she was great. There was um, and a great artist. There was um, Mary Ward as well. Was um, another member of the family. She was a cousin of the Ross family, um, and she uh, she actually drew her beautiful artist. But she drew a huge like micro um, had a microscope and drew the, um, like uh, insects and and yes. discovered a lot of little of, plants. Um, Little plants, yes, yeah. Yes. So, and all of the details of that are um, at the science centre. Okay, well, then that... that Which is literally just located down, just down around the block from, like, Oxford Town Mall, where we're located. We When we walk out onto our, out onto the street, we can see the um, original, the, the gates to the castle um, just down the end of the street. Okay, well, so, yeah, Emma, it has been a pleasure talking to you, so it has a, definitely a, a trip to Burr, and we want to see ah, Common sure. Ground on the farm, uh, 20 mm-hmm. approximately artists who have contributed mm-hmm. to the exhibition and um, yes. uh, Google um, the Burr Theatre and Art Centre and yeah. we will be able to keep up to date with you um, I'm looking forward Great. to chatting with you again in the future Please God Ursula, and, it's lovely to chat to you And thank you so much for joining us on air um, this afternoon That's lovely, thank you so much Take care Thank you now, that was Emma from Burr uh, Theatre and Arts Centre. And it is a fascinating building to see. And it is a beautiful town worth worth the trip. So to. Now, our next guest, very welcome to Jerry Boland. Uh, Jerry Boland is an author, an author and a poet. And it's probably very well known to most of you here in County Roscommon. But I'm new to County Roscommon, so I'm going to shed light on Jerry Boland's work again and his contribution within the community to the arts, uh, the arts and writing um, side of the community of Ros- Roscommon. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Ursula. Thank you very much for having me on. And thank you very much for joining me. I have you on air. Yes. Thank you very much for joining me, Jerry. I'm delighted to be chatting with you. So tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. You're an author and a poet. Um, so maybe share a little bit of how you come to be an author or were you always an author or was it something that you developed yeah, well I was always interested in um, I suppose English in school was the, was the, about the only subject I really took to I think and um, then also I came I come from a family where my father did a lot of reading and then my older brother who's eight years older than me um, your um, your listeners would probably know about him because he's been writing for the Irish Indo for years and years. He's been um, writing a TV column, but he also worked with the Irish press for many years, and he was the 
he was the art editor, he was the books editor, the theatre editor, but he also um, had a, he also wrote poetry, so he was kind of the poet in the house. So okay. I was probably kind of um, I was probably motivated by him, but um, I think my writing really comes from me. I I've been dabbling in writing all of my life, but nothing very serious. I've been pretty much earning a living for most of that time, travelling to different countries. And it's really only since I came down to Roscommon towards the end of the 90s, early noughties, that I started to write um, a little bit more seriously. And um, then it kind of all started to happen quite quickly then. I did, I did a number of books came out in 2011, um, both poetry and, um, and for children as well, kind of unexpectedly. So that kind of set me on my way. So, but I've been, um, I've been writing more seriously, I suppose, for the last 15 to 20 years. Um, but dabbling in it for all of the rest of the time. And you tell me at the moment, um, maybe, am I right, during the lockdown, during the pandemic, which we still have, I know, but you've been doing online, or the tutor of online uh, writing courses. Well, I, 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 I did out of necessity, really, Ursula, because before that, I had pretty much kind of earned my living for the last, say, 10, 15 years nearly, as a creative writing facilitator or um, going into national schools. So I've been into well over 100 primary schools in counties what's common, Leitrim and Sligo in the last 15 years. But that all came to an abrupt end um, last March 12 months, and I haven't been in a school since then. So it was really out of necessity. I, I have been involved in different adult writing groups over the last 20 years, and um, there was one in particular in the dock in Carrick and Shannon that I, I established about five years ago and we were meeting every Saturday morning and there was a good crowd of between 15 and 18 people coming to it and then that stopped as well at the same time. So I got that up and running online um, in the summer of, um, or the late spring and early summer of 2020 but I didn't really take to it or I didn't really like it that much and then we lost of we lost a lot of people who weren't very comfortable with the online thing. And you know um, what, Jerry? A lot of people are saying the same thing. It's the ambience isn't there. Yeah, well, you see, that's true. But I have changed my mind on it because have you? I, yeah, because out of necessity, I suppose, I decided just also from a point of view of social contact, um, I, I needed to have another go at it. So um, last um, February. By February of this year, um, I uh, advertised a series, a, a 10-week series of online writing workshops on Zoom, and it sold out So on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings, and it went very well, and so well, in fact, that I decided to have another go at it this autumn. So I'm, at, I'm, I'm, I'm in the process now, near the, near the end of it, actually, of another 10-week writing course. It's called Your Weekly Writing Fix. And it's, um, it's every Saturday morning and then a different crowd on Sunday morning and then a different crowd again on Monday evening. So it's quite the undertaking, but I am enjoying it. Um, I've got 12 people on, on um, each, each, for each session. And I think I've managed to find a way of, um, of kind of just relaxing people. And also a year and a half into it, most people, almost everybody who's joined the course are familiar with the online thing now because they've had to. And so... Um, I don't find it too. I, I quite like it actually. And okay. I, I am looking forward to getting back into a, a physical environment with people. But until that happens, I'm happy to do the Zoom thing. Okay. Now, just um, the other thing that you have in in your in your sites for uh, the spring, I think of next year, is poetry in the park. Yes. Well, I've I've been doing ongoing work with Roscommon County Council Arts Office for the last number of years and helping to kind of come up with ideas for the 
there's um, is poetry in the park, is, and it's it's kind of partly social, um, but it's also a chance for Roth Common folks to get together. But also, um, Roth Common people or anybody from any from any part, but we mainly Roth Common who love poetry, who don't necessarily write. And the idea is that maybe once a month in Lockheed or maybe Boat Park as well, and maybe in some other park as well, maybe in Castlery, the Domain. We haven't worked that out yet, but um, we'll meet maybe on a Saturday on a Saturday afternoon, and um, We'll read, we'll go for a walk in the woods and we'll read some nature poetry. I'll bring along the, I'll bring along some poems and I'll ask other people to bring along some poems. It'll be very informal. It'll be a walk through the woods, getting inspired by the woods and, and the nature and then reading some of our favourite nature poems. Not by ourselves necessarily, but by, you know, by other people because most of the great poets have all written poems about nature, so there's no shortage of them. Okay, now we're coming very much close to our, our, our time here, Jerry. Have you got a short poem that you could share with us? Um, I do, actually. I'd like to read a short poem from my first collection, which was called Watching Clouds, and it came out in 2011. Okay. And that was an exciting time for me, because any poet to have their first book coming out is very exciting. And there's a poem in it um, called Night Patrol. It's only 14 lines. And um, will I read it now? Yes, please. Okay, night patrol. What would my neighbours think if they saw me on this empty road, tap unsuspecting snails into my palm, lob them gently into the long grass? Most mornings I come across the mashed remains of those who crossed the night blue tarmacatum on epic voyages of unlikely ambition. I often wonder, are the dead those I plucked from almost certain death? But in their slug-like stubbornness, took one last shot at crossing that great hard divide to the other side, where the grass seems always greener. Jerry, that is absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. Can I thank you? Can I thank you for joining us on Ross FM and on the Arts Program? And maybe when um, our restrictions relax a little bit more, we can have you in studio. It was an absolute honour. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was Jerry Bolden, uh, um, Jerry Bolden, artist, uh, poet, and uh, author. Thank you. So, as I said, welcome to the Arts Programme, and thank you very much to our sponsor, uh, Cora Boyle, the Arts Programme on Ross FM. Our next guest, uh, Nicola Bowles. Hello, Nicola. Hi, Ursula. How are you? Not too bad. Can I introduce Nicola as um, an artist? of a mixed medium artist. Um, I wouldn't know where to start to introduce Nicola, but she's a member of Celtic Eye uh, Art uh, Art Group, um, uh, an independent artist. And I suppose, Nicola, I met you way back in um, Banlasloe at an art exhibition of which you had designed uh, a painting of a dress that looked like a flower. And there was another dress, an Indian lady, uh, and the dresses were stunning. Could we start yes. there? Yes, thank you, um, Ursula. Yeah, I think that was a couple of years ago in um, Minaret's nursing home. Yes, right. Yeah, and uh, I think the few pieces I had there at the time were mostly based on dresses, which is one of my favourite subjects um, to paint, actually, yeah. You're able to paint the dresses, but I, I mean, I have seen art that you have done. One would be the daisy. So you have the the top of the daisy flower 
And if you turn that upside down, you then have a bodice with a, um, you know, with um, shoulders on it. Yeah, I did um, about two years ago, I think it was now, I did a theme on nature, um, which were based on flowers. And there was five designs um, that I'd done. There was the daisy, um, a rose, uh, bluebells, cherry blossom and lavender so yeah i really enjoyed doing them so mm. it, it was a combination of the design of a dress um through through nature yes it was just uh, absolutely and i think yeah, i've seen them in cards as well of which you can um which you have made now can i just start off nicola um you come from where i originally come from um county roscommon even though so i'm living in 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 uh, County Galway, so Bailamulia, uh, Monksland, or Bailamulia, Millbrook, actually. Um, the landscape. Uh, pardon. Is it the landscape out there that has inspired you in some of your art? Yeah, it definitely would. And where I'm living now, actually, definitely would. I uh, uh, I live in in Capitagal. Right behind me is a beautiful forest. There's a gorgeous bog with loads of uh, mm. nature walks. So it's it's really beautiful up here during the summer and in in the winter as well. But definitely, yeah, I think most um, artists will be very inspired by by the nature and their surroundings. Yeah, um, and do you know what I hadn't realised that a lot of artists are actually inspired. Like I would go with the seasons, but a lot of artists have been inspired by the the light of the sky. Absolutely, yeah. I've done a couple of paintings myself to do with um, night scenes. Yeah, definitely. Um, especially with the moon. Um, uh, yeah, I've done a couple of paintings with moon-inspired paintings, yeah. And I've actually seen some paintings that you've done which would be stone, um, castle, old churches, uh, to do with the, is it Karsk landscape? Yes. Uh, even though I've done some in the past, I kind of change it up a bit. I go through different phases where I might do themes on dresses and then landscapes or portraits. And I've done a lot of um, themes on buildings starting up here, actually in Kilconnell with the Abbey, which was great when I was working, and I still am, on the biodiversity project down in South Roscommon. So we were very lucky to be able to paint some of the the landscape and the ruins down there. One of them, which would be Sky Valley House, um, which would have been occupied at one stage by Bishop Kyo. So, and, yeah. And, and did I see paintings that you did of, what did you call that little mountain that's behind you, or that little... Um, oh, in, in County Roscommon, in, in, in South Roscommon. Yeah. Uh, that was Cooksey Finn. Cooksey Finn. Yes. Yeah. Yes, which would be part of Sky Valley. It's, um, actually, I think we brought you, do we bring you yes. to that area yourself, Ursula? Yeah, yes. Which is, uh, as you've seen yourself up there, it's an absolutely gorgeous landscape and um, surrounded by the, the hazelnut woodlands and the hawthorn. It, it's a beautiful area. Yes, it's a beautiful area. And I, I think, you know, for any artist that can, can be inspired by the land, you certainly would be inspired by that area. <coughs> I without yeah yeah um tell me do you have anything to tell me like a new project or anything that's starting up yeah well are you going to give me an exclusive (laughs) yeah i'm actually at the minute trying to build an igloo what (laughs) (laughs) so we'll all have to paint penguins (laughs) and i 
actually had to do a painting of a penguin. Actually, my husband is helping me with the with the igloo. Yes, because I'm also involved with three other artists in a beautiful shop in Bannislaw, uh, JNS Photos, which is ran there by Shauna Ward, um, a lovely local business. And Shauna is is fantastic. She's um, great with supporting artists. So we do a window theme every year for okay. Christmas. And uh, we just actually displayed our Christmas card collection there last week in the shop. So you're the first to hear our window theme. We don't normally tell anybody about it till it goes up. It's actually going up next Monday and it's called the Arctic uh, Christmas. So there, it, it's kind of alongside this climate change um, project as well. And the way the world is with climate change at the minute and the beauty of the Arctic so that is what our theme is. So there is an igloo in this. Um, I'm not fully finished yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> so I have to have it ready for next Monday. Okay. And um, did did I see or did I hear you telling or did you tell me uh, uh, Strive for Life is a new project that you're getting involved in? And yes. So that pro- what I was talking about there. That was a, a different a different project with different artists. So I'm also, as you know, with the Keswick Eye Art Group, and there's a great bunch of ladies on that group, and um, between artists, poets, and herbalists. So we're working yeah. on a new project called Strive for Life, and um, it's to do with climate change and biodiversity, biodiversity in the South Roscommon area. But we're also and going wider with this project we're advertising it from next week on our facebook page which is the keswick art group um, extension page and we hope to target people all around the world because we have people on our group from all around the world and it's basically planting a tree from uh, that it would be native to your area so it could be in your garden your workplace your school or if you don't have a garden it could be simply just in a pot and we would be delighted then if people would post those photographs on our Facebook page. And maybe around maybe six months' time, we'll give it about six months to run. And from that, then, the Celtic IR group will do a collage of a tree. We haven't designed the tree yet, but we will be doing a collage of a tree from those photographs. And also from that, we're taking that project that was that is about South Roscommon, but as I said, a wider range to do with climate change. We're taking it to Banlaslow Art Gallery in February. We're having a, an exhibition there in the library in February, which is also called Strive for Life. So we're, we're we're quite busy at the minute. Okay, so maybe in February uh, we'll have uh, maybe yourself and some of the Celtic Eye um, group come in and chat with us about the exhibition. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah, the girls would love that. Okay, um, well, Nicola, I'm really sorry. We're running out of time. Usually, you know what I'm like. I'm racing along <laughs> more than yourself. But can I thank you very much for chatting about your art with us on the arts programme for Ross FM. And no doubt oh. we'll catch up with you soon. Thank you so much, Arsland, for having me on your show today. Thank you. Thank Goodbye. you. Bye-bye. Um, that was Nicola Bowles, Bowles uh, from the Celtic Arts Group and uh, a lot of projects happening within that group there. I had an exhibition there recently. Um, we're coming to the end of the arts programme for uh, this Wednesday on uh, Ross FM. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I look forward to catching up with you again next week. And um, be safe out there. Take your time on the roads and uh, look out for all the other drivers as well. Thank you.